0: I mean, if you have to think about it, this is the true essence of this entire.
1: I just pod. feel like we're burying the lead that the most impressive, the most important story is that my Pixel Fold finally got the next Android beta. That's really <laughs> all people care about this it this is. whole last week, right? That's, yeah. really? that's the hot. It's, it's Am I the, wrong? Does it I fold like better, that's... though? Is it a better <laughs> pixel fold?
0: My Pixel oh, 8 yeah, Pro I, I had some challenges, it's dude. Newer. The pixel 8 Pro uh, uh, editing editing on Capcut with the Pixel 8 Pro it, 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 it not only did it warm bit, up, right? it stuttered. Okay. It stuttered Ooh. in
1: playback and that's like uh-huh. it doesn't it doesn't do that in Luma Fusion. I'm just saying it, maybe it's it doesn't time do it in CapCut
2: on or... my Pixel 8 Pro.
1: I, oh, I don't like Oh,
2: snap!
1: Oh! Okay, you know what that She went and did it! Ah! Hey, everybody. Welcome to a tech podcast where two old guys bring on a friend to talk about some exciting news over the last week. One, uh, Ms. Trisha Hirschberger, my sister from another mista, yes. who was out on the show floor doing awesome stuff and catching all of the fun new tech with my buddy TK Bay. as I was here editing like crazy on projects that paid my mortgage
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. the mortgage.
1: yeah <laughs> adulting yeah. adulting is fun <laughs> huh? dude
0: honestly um it was a pleasure i'll say this uh Tristan and i got a chance to hang out we we hit up. obviously we we went to all the same spot for the most part but it was like it's crazy man this year is really busy like i it, i feel like it's pre pre-pandemic years this is pretty much how it felt for me i don't know how it felt for you church but like going places um going to events going to you know talking to people it just so much was going on i was late to everything like there was nothing that i was on time for and it just felt like so bad i kept apologizing the whole time i was like sorry sorry
2: <laughs> because it took forever to get anywhere like you said like the, it's like pre-pandemic levels and I definitely overbooked myself in an effort to try to do and see too many things. And I I was either late to every appointment or I was sending emails apologizing that I just wouldn't be able to make my appointment because I was like, you know, if I'm at Venetian and the suite that I was supposed to go to is at Caesars, but in two and a half hours, I'm supposed to be back at the convention center. Traffic would not allow me to get Mm -hmm. from point A to point B to point C. So I would just cut out point B and apologize. I'm so sad.
0: I've I, I done a couple of those, and yesterday I actually made the stupid dash. Well, not stupid, but like a really fast dash from the convention center. Actually, the Renaissance right next to the convention center to the Sands because I had made a commitment that I totally spaced on on Tuesday. So I had to meet them yesterday. Otherwise, I would have totally missed my commitment entirely, which. So, yeah, no, I um, <laughs> I needed a, a, a TK 2.0, you know, with me and somebody while, you know, Following me in editing, I just needed that that level of professionalism, and hopefully next year maybe.
2: You know, TK, every year I say that I'm going to do that next year, and then I don't. Every year I'm like, next year I'm going to bring an assistant who's going to follow me around and help me make content. That never happens. You Although know. this year, yeah, I uh, did have someone offsite helping me with content, and it oh, was massive. That's so
1: nice. It was
2: massive um, because she has. The bandwidth, like she's not dealing with CES internet, which is slow as molasses. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. she can upload things. Like I had a sponsored long-form YouTube video go up today. And there's no way I would have been able to upload it. But with wait
1: a minute. A we all have thing. the 5G now. Ha, 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 ha what you couldn't you couldn't get good uh it was video the five baby g. On the five? it
0: was a baby, five g, baby very g. very emphasis on the baby g on this one um <laughs> i will say this if you've ever wanted to see full bar smartphones crawl at, at anything on the internet i put, believe it put the amount of people that we had in a room and try to get anybody to do any kind of internet of thing and then The convention center, I don't know if you got a chance to see that, Trish. They they had a $79 internet connection fee at the convention center. You couldn't get Wi-Fi. Yeah, like it was
2: crazy. I bet it was awful. I bet even if you paid $79, I bet it was... Just
0: absolutely,
1: absolutely, it would that be probably makes me even worse. Angry, well, because so. and I
2: say this because I um guested on Daily Tech News Show with Tom Merritt, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, he had a full broadcast suite, meaning he had like a hardwired internet connection, and we still had multiple stutters and freezes. I totally uh, it. like, it like and so yeah. I bet even if you bought the $79. Wi-Fi, it would not have been what you were hoping for. Because I have this dream that someday I'm gonna go to CES with an IRL backpack like solution and just live stream <laughs> my whole day and then all my content will just be cut up from my live stream VOD. Like this is this is my future of how I really wanna cover I love CES. It but I would need to figure out the gosh darn upload bandwidth. And it's, I simple. it's simple, simple. You just have to get something to
0: jam everybody else's connection so everybody else <laughs> shuts down.
2: That's the big problem.
0: Then it will work. Like the end yeah. should have a secondary side where it's a jammer on one time, end. And every time we from.
1: improve, it's like yeah. everyone else is improved too. So our demand on what we're uploading, think about what you can do just run and gun from mm-hmm. a phone getting that data up, the video quality and the the uh, the like the bit rates that we're all sort of expecting, even for just basic 1080p video, so much heavier than where we were even like three years ago. Mm-hmm. And everyone is doing that. Everyone's hitting it that much harder. It used to be I could do just like a photo reel. Now yeah. I need to put together a short. Well, a short is like 30 photo reels a second for... 60 Mm -hmm. seconds Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's not cool enough if i just post a photo of the cool thing that i do and everyone is trying to accomplish the same thing it's i I, like i I feel like trade shows are going to get worse and worse for that kind of you know sort of johnny on the spot yeah sort of production value until we figure out yeah a ton more backhaul (laughs) (laughs)
2: well and Juan think about this too I was talking to a creator in one of the suites today uh, and we were just kind of laughing about the fact that every creator has a DJI Osmo Pocket this year like no one's even (laughs) using their phones no one's using mirrorless I I,
0: I had my phones but I'm not going to say I'm not going to lie Osmo Pocket 3 Osmo Pocket 3 (laughs) is crazy good (laughs) Seriously, Juan,
1: <laughs> there's nothing. I'm sure it is. Like I'm, um, I'm, I'm hard, dying yeah. on the phone hill. I am the phone guy. Well, but dying. listen,
2: but Juan, to your point about we're all having so many more connectivity issues. Everyone that's using that Osmo Pocket, whether it's the two or the three, has a clip-on lav mic, so you're dealing with that. And this creator was telling me that some people were actually having. Like, their mic connect to somebody else's Osmo. There's so many of them around.
0: It disappears without having a guess. that
2: was happening. But then people are taking their Osmo Pocket and sending it to their phone so that they can upload from their phone there on the spot. So how much more data are we even on the show (laughs) floor,
1: And and if you have traditional, like, older road style mics, then you've got Bluetooth and Wi-Fi basically tripling the amount of noise in the air mm-hmm. so your older if you have a 2.4 gig mic your older mics are just getting slaughtered it is nothing but interference for what's happening on on all of those there's just so much radiation coming from every personal area network it's hilarious and it it's a good it's a good argument for an old cranky geek like me to say hey you know, if you plug in a cable, <laughs> that Cables. eliminates mean, a cable? lot of those
0: problems. <laughs> it was it was definitely a challenge. I'll say that connectivity, Bluetooth, Wi Fi, you know, just mind connectivity. Everything was was getting sure. uh, getting con- interference from everywhere. And I think for me, the biggest problem. You're right. It, it, you need to transfer that data, and that's what kind of bogged me down in getting content out, and why I'm, I'm starting to put things out now because. I've had to go back so many times to outside of the, the show floor just to transfer the content. And then some of my challenges uh, primarily is because I'm shooting everything at 4k 60. I'm actually debating it. Maybe I should want to start dropping it down to 1080 60 when I'm working events. Yeah. I'm
1: like, I I mean, back in the day I was running that LG V30 rig (laughs) and even I couldn't being like, the the nerd kind of trying to do the backpack irl live stream before it was cool thing i couldn't so i i would shoot everything in 4k but then dump everything down to 1080p Mm -hmm. before i would upload so that was that was that was my challenge on my side and
0: because i had to run handbrake to try to reconvert everything to 1080 that takes time and that doesn't run on anything but a pc
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: it's yeah so but long story.
1: Coding and LumaFusion's really good. If no, no,
0: but that most of my content wasn't on um, like the stuff on on the DJI, or even when I was using my. So one of my videos was legit <laughs> on an actual DSLR because I needed to shoot it in that. I needed to sure. look professional um, with the brand, and it's weird. Of course, free oh, jobs—it's hard. Yeah.
2: I, I shot on a nice camera for my one branded long. Yeah, so that, <laughs> I, I, I felt like all of the
0: other ones, I. No, I did all the B-roll for that video on the V on the Vivo on the X100 Pro, but the A-roll and, you know, doing that kind of just the talking head and everything I did shoot it on my nice Sony. So the um, long story is part of that is getting everything organized correctly. And then there's a couple of clips I did at Lenovo. I shot a reel and all that, but again, you have to transfer that to your phone, send the time to sit somewhere where you're able to edit when able to not be in rushed from one place to the other. So this is just, I need a yeah uh, I, I do have an editor it just mine is a 4k to 1080 issue which mm-hmm. yeah so long story short it, yeah. it learning lessons we'll try I I'm hoping I'll be better I well, end
1: and that it, I I really do feel in like listening to both of your experiences on this this sounds like just the new now of going to these trade shows we're all getting back up to speed on what do we do at a trade show? What what does a trade show actually represent? What are mm-hmm. what is it trying to accomplish? And while we understand that we're just kind of getting our sea legs back, it's coming with all of these new data challenges. So what is the point of going to a trade show if you can't get your stuff out of the trade show? Is also something that like you know CES is gonna have to address, what MWC is gonna have to address. It can't just be on us to figure out solutions. And it can't be like the old days, like back when I was at Pocket now, we would sometimes have to drive someone off strip
2: <laughs> just
1: to find data that we could like actually get you know our content posted to that that sort of kills the point of us all being there to to tell these stories and to share in these moments and these events. It's great that we're there if we can't show anybody that we were there. Then we weren't there.
0: <laughs> we we lose we lose we lose the uh, the the magic of the show if we're not able to do it IRL. Yeah. It's it's hard it's hard and that's why primarily for me you know my my coverage is coming basically day three right. of the event. But me. that's why
1: I am almost violently angry that they had like a special premiere data connection rate. Like, I, I you you pack a a, a press room. With the best lines that you can because you want people to get their content out to promote what's going down at the show. You don't squeeze well, the, the storytellers the, and the content creators to say, well, you, uh, sure would be a shame if no one saw your TikToks there, buddy. Was <laughs> oh, there something we could do about that? Money, 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 money.
0: It, everything everything cost more. Everything. It was more of a inflation finally hit uh, Vegas and everything is now... <laughs> more and more <laughs> and more money. Yeah. So no, I, I'm again, learning experience. Um, definitely hope that we'll do better next year. We'll prepare better, but let's talk some of the cool things that we got a chance to see. And I'll start yes. first and foremost let's and say, um, we got to see some interesting stuff. Okay. There's some really interesting stuff. If you really want to see some of the really cool things, because I think Trish kind of covered a lot more things um, that some of the spontaneous stuff we saw, like I think was it even it unveiled the first night when we first got there on Sunday. And um, you know, like, Stuff like, you know, like ice cream. Okay. And I didn't get, I'm going to say this. I didn't try the ice cream machine, but I'll, I'll, let Trish give us a little bit, you know, her, her impressions of, cause I, I'm not an ice cream person. So yeah, this is, I would go to the, <laughs> there
2: the- it is. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Hell yeah. Right there.
2: Oh yeah. So I uh, was told that here's ice cream in a can. You don't have to refrigerate Yeah. and you put it in this machine a la like a Keurig pod
0: uh-huh. And and it's, it's, it's basically like it. a container, like a
2: bottle. Yeah. Right it's like there. a size of a Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it freezes it and dispenses soft serve right there on the spot. And it was actually delicious. It was nice. very good. It, it tasted like boardwalk soft serve was the best way I could describe it.
1: So is, is this, like, I, I didn't know if they explained, like, what it was, but because there was a, a place, I don't even know if it's there, pre-pandemic um, on Ventura Boulevard that was, like, this nitrogen shot, like, chemistry science house that they served mm. ice cream. Mm. And I think it was, their hook was, oh, we're actually, like, making it when you order it. Is that kind of what they were describing? It's, like, these Maybe raw materials were... get shot yeah. through these fancy chemicals?
2: Yeah, it was some kind of like it freeze dries or something like that in under two minutes, and yeah, then dispenses it, your ice cream.
0: Because um, the pods are shelf stable too, so you didn't have to yeah. freeze the pods. The pods could be just sitting in a box.
2: Oh yeah, so, yeah. they they can just sit in your pantry. They said six month shelf life, um, and the cans are recyclable. Yeah. So oh, nice. yeah, yeah, so yeah. So That's if you way better, really yeah. like ice cream, and or maybe you buy ice cream and then it gets freezer burnt in your freezer or something like that, like you <laughs> don't have to worry about that anymore with this machine now granted they were talking about this machine predominantly going out to uh, other businesses for the moment yeah, yeah, yeah but then course. you know like you know like roller skating rinks and stuff like that for sure because
1: um, you've noticed dip and dots are no longer the ice cream of the future they're the it. ice cream of the past
2: don't tell my son that he loves <laughs> dip and dots we don't we don't no, i'm not saying that Dots Dippin are bad dots I just, and this house but, wants carlos bagnell <laughs>
1: But have you noticed they do not advertise that they are the ice cream of the future. anymore? that is is not a part of their tagline. No, actually. I mean, that that's one of the things that makes me really excited about sort of the, um, this, this single shot idea. Mm -hmm. Cause I've still, I've never gotten a Keurig because I hate the idea of all those little plastic cups. When I actually really enjoy putting together a nice cup of coffee Something like this makes a lot more sense to me because Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be burning through a bunch of these individual ice cream pods. It's just a nice little treat for when I want it. Mm -hmm. And then with a can, that is it is going to be a lot easier to recycle than those disposable plastics. The one
2: negative I will say for it is it's pretty large. So like, you know, when we talk about the 50 million kitchen appliances you can have for sure. I don't know about you. My kitchen's small. I can't. I can't take up
1: that much room for a fun ice cream machine. For sure. I, <laughs> actually, it kind of helps, though, because it, it, it does it, – because it looks like a Mr. Fusion on the back of a DeLorean, right? Mm-hmm. The way they yeah, yeah. stick the can be, in there. And, there. Bananas and like... all of that peels and that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, I will say that looks like it's roughly the same size. My mom had a, an ice cream maker, one of those little electronic ice cream makers. It doesn't look like it's bigger than that as a standalone appliance but as compared to just going out and occasionally buying a pint of ice cream that would take up a lot of space in my kitchen yeah.
0: exactly and you'd have to be an avid ice cream connoisseur to be able to have that much ice cream as much as what well. you know so yeah, you're right it it real estate wise it makes more sense for business right now maybe they'll have smaller versions for it for home for home use at some point but still really it cool. was
1: eight hey, we kicked it off on the right foot let's say that i just want to so know it. what what they put in there to make it freeze like after six months do you have to go get like free on (laughs) like your air conditioner needs to be
0: it's it's dipping dots inside of a condensed can that just (laughs) basically gets squeezed into a a soft serve (laughs) no
1: no, i I would just like to point out because this has been a topic over the last year that i have had a ton of fun covering it does seem like you spent a lot of time putting different glasses on your face. So
2: many glasses.
1: There was a so, lot of glasses to cover. There were lots of glasses. I got photos from many friends. Like, hey, hey, one I'm putting glasses on my face. And I very much enjoyed that flavor of CES. As much as Apple was trying to steal everyone's thunder with their Vision Pro announcement, was, a lot of yeah. news still made it through. Um, Trisha, what were because like you've got a couple here, and you know if there's one that you want me to highlight or if there's something that you you got to play with that you thought like, oh, something like this has legs, what were some of your glasses experiences like on the show floor?
2: I mean, I got to try out two uh, extended reality glasses from Tcl mm-hmm. um and those were great, but I feel like, you know, they're they're tech that we've seen before in terms of like air yeah. glasses that overlays and gives you real-time translation when you're traveling internationally, your overlays directions and like, oh, that's very cool. Um, and it's neat to see it working or glasses that are going to take your switch gameplay and project it on a large display in front of you so you don't have to creak your neck down like all that kind of stuff like that's cool um but tk and i were actually together when we saw these glasses that look like something out of star trek it does and there's these little okay inside there's these little like lenses that you have to move side to side to match with your pupils so it looks hilarious when i'm wearing it here
1: oh that Um, looks freaky no? Yeah, I know. No, dude, it looks and, like it, pupils in in the frame. When oh, would, gosh, when, and it was. It's even. It's
0: even freakier when you're standing and talking to her. Because all I kept looking was like, Are, <laughs> "Is that the iris?" <laughs> it, like, but and then, but then it, I tried it after her, but I.
1: <laughs> it's worse when it, you do the little slight punch in, and it's even a bit yeah. more of a close-up on your yeah, yeah, face. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, exactly. so. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I didn't actually get a chance to watch no, this no, no, one. They definitely this is need wild a
0: shading in front of it, I think, def- for the wild
1: Vix- Vixian. Is, is that what I think? I haven't seen this video. I
2: said Vixian, but I think after talking to other people, they actually pronounce it vision.
1: Oh. <laughs> okay, fair.
2: I but like, it's spelled Vix, Vixion. Uh, Vix, but anyway, Vixian,
1: something like that. Yeah, so, what... so explain to me. So we've got these like <laughs> circular lens. Pieces And then what, what is it doing for your, your vision on the other side of the
2: glasses will examine what you're looking at and adjust the thickness of the lens so that you don't need glasses glasses or bifocals or, and now it's not made, it wasn't, they said it's not made for like everyday use. It's made to like read something small. Like the, it'll just okay. adjust to help you. It'll fo- they call them auto focusing glasses. So whatever you're focusing on, it will adjust so, so that you don't need without. to wear regular glasses.
0: And it adjusts to you as you get. You get basically you, don't, you didn't have to get glasses as as time goes on. It keeps adjusting to you.
1: that's kind of cool that it sounds a little like uh when companies were trying to make hearables and they were using noise reduction technology but more Mm -hmm. to help you have better conversations in noisier spaces so this is more a practical lifestyle vision aid than like a a a fancy tech overlay ar kind of solution
2: totally so they were saying like you know if you're someone who like does model gundams or something like that or, oh, nineties, okay, okay, or okay, you okay. have to read something small that's what these are for and they'll focus on whatever you're focusing on to give you that clear vision whether it's near or far
1: gotcha okay so this is more like human augmentation tech that's actually pretty sweet
2: yeah, it was pretty cool. Although both TK and I had a hard time getting it to work for us.
1: I they
0: they were having other people demo it and they were having better success. But I because I so as as soon as she was done with the recording the clip, I borrowed hers and I put it on and it was like, okay, I understand. So I adjusted it and I was able to see through it, but I didn't get the full effect. Uh, but yeah, I mean, hopefully they'll be able to one day when when it's available, make it you know very simple and easy. You put it on, you adjust for your you know for your vision where your eye placements are, and it just what? works. So. Yeah.
1: Do, do, do you feel like that is a concept for, for both of you? Do you feel like yeah. that is a concept is something that could exist as its own product? Or do you think this is a company that gets absorbed in some other portfolio of tech where like for me, it's like, yeah, I've got really fancy binoculars and now these really fancy binoculars add in this kind of eyeball tracking focus mm. zoom effect. Mm-hmm and now you've got a rangefinder and something that can be used for close focusing. And now it sort of expands on something that we already know. To me, this almost sounds like it would be a better fit for an add on to another product that we, we already use. Like these are the glasses I keep in my pocket just for when I want magnified vision, you you know, single serving kitchen appliances. This is single serving glasses appliances.
2: But if you add
1: this to something else,
2: there, there was a lot of tech at the show this year that was, uh, in my opinion, hoping <laughs> to get absorbed by a larger <laughs> company or so, and trying to make their own product.
1: Exactly, that's fair. Yeah, that's. I mean, a good chunk of CES is like uh, what? What's the? I can't remember the name. the whole zone of CES where Eureka it's just Park. All the little, Eureka Park. I can never remember Eureka Park. Eureka Park always used to be just the place where. Okay, this will never exist on its own, but I could yep. totally see this getting built into my next car. Um, now I feel like some of that Eureka Tech, Eureka Park Tech, is making its way out to the main show floor in yeah. some really interesting ways. Mm-hmm. The, that and and
0: there was a lot of stuff. This was actually just day one. This is yeah. day one, first, uh, first, con- well, first. I would like to conference, but the first event that we were able to basically join before it was the first
2: night. It was Sunday night.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was even before media day, <laughs> which uh-huh. technically the show started nice. like a day and a half later. But yeah, no, there was a lot of cool things. It was like a, a plant that would help, you know reduce uh, the pollution inside. You know, help basically improve the air is quality this in the home. The magic
1: yep. house plant. Is
2: that <laughs> That's what, what I, I called it. I wanted to yeah. make it really accessible for people.
0: It, it's not the edible one, yeah. It's this magic. is definitely the yeah.
2: It's magic. It's it's tech magic. Yeah, it's a uh, bioengineered to purify indoor air thirty times faster. Than a regular house plant, so if you put one of these in your house, it's like adding thirty plants to your house. But with and us. it uses cool, special
0: though. food and a special not food, a special nutrients to help it basically be productive and as efficient as they're trying to make it. Um, but yeah, it was it, it. It really looked like we were passing by, and all we saw was like plants. And I'm like, wait, when did this turn into a green thumb? Kind of a you know, this is not a botany. And as you, type you, of as you walked
1: by, did you notice that like you were breathing easier and that? we were on cloud nine yeah we were the, floating uh, <laughs> the, the, the amount terrible vegas and be
2: for real it's vegas 70. air it's always bad dude
0: yeah <laughs> no nah, i yeah no. uh speaking of which though the gentleman that you and i were talking to trish at the at this uh booth uh-huh. i met him the following day at pepcom because he was working with some augmented glasses laptop type of experience running android and uh xreal glasses which is yeah. also very, very nice. I saw that one as well. So it it's it's a lot of a lot of cool things for me, but
1: uh yeah, <laughs> like so I I need to ask for both of your opinion because uh we, we've all done TCL stuff and we've all played with like the TCL sort of uh, projector yeah. um style glasses, but both of you got to play with the new Rayneos Neos that I have been watching in China. Like I have been the fighting yeah not importing these from China because I want to see what the differences are in the global the global release so is this the next baby step towards practical AR do we have something that kind of replaces the Google Glass heads-up display are we getting closer
2: so the the most recent video I put up is the x2 um, and I feel like if it didn't look like I was a little kid putting on my dad's glasses, maybe.
1: Oh, my God. Those uh, are huge. Exactly.
2: <laughs> now, granted, I'm Hobbit-sized, but look how massive they look on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I can't Something wear them like- out.
0: <laughs> it, the, the, Trish, I will say it's It maybe it, maybe Whoa. as part of a cosplay, it could
2: kind of go out.
0: But you're right. I didn't see you put them on. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, oh, because
2: this was I just demoed these yesterday. At uh, I went to TCL oh, you went to
0: the booth. booth. Yeah, yeah. You went to see the yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: And I got like a little private demo, uh, which was awesome. And so I really did get to see all the features up close and personal, and go through them one at a time, and that was neat. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the whole like when's Google Glass finally going to catch on and i'm like yeah. when they can make them look like normal fashion yeah. wear
1: they they need to and we're not there those, yet those look even bigger on your face yes than you know. i'm like just the tiny style. Look- no but, but, like, because you also did the regular TCLs, the regular Rayneo
2: Airs, mm-hmm.
1: and there's they the didn't X2 look Air, and then dramatically oversized for your head. They look a little funky. You can tell something's up with them, but they look just like kind of oversized sunglasses. These look comically like you, like you took um, Mr. Potato Head glasses and then you put them on a Mr. Potato Head mini.
2: It does. That's what my my comment, the one comment that made me laugh so hard was like, why do you look like a little kid putting on your dad's glasses? And I was like, 100% accurate. Yes. Yes, that's exactly completely.
1: What it I, so that's just part of the problem is like, I've I've been reluctant to import the Chinese variation of this. It's already for sale out in China. It, it is. Um, yeah. Because you, you have no idea looking at the pictures on AliExpress that's all those are all lies yeah they're all bad photos, very yeah no, they no, do point. not look like that at all when you try and shop them on an import site so yeah that is much more dramatically large okay so fashion notwithstanding and i know that's a biggie if you put something on your face you have to be able to wear it around so i'm not trying to minimize that but um, the, the tech that you were able to demo, mm-hmm. is there something practical there? Because I don't want, you know, like Terminator vision with all kinds of graphics and movement and fancy stuff. What I want is like what we had with Google Glass. I want, yeah. there's a notification on my phone and I don't even have to look down at my watch to get relevant information. I can kind of clear this stuff in a field of view where I'm not having to constantly break from reality around me, are, are they at least trying to approach that kind of organic information delivery?
0: So the, I'll, I'll, I'll take a little bit on that. Uh, so one thing between the two of us, I, I'll say this, I got to spend a little bit more time with the X twos. Cause um, after I think you guys were done, uh, Trish, I actually got to take the X twos out and I was walking around <laughs> Vegas with them. So I oh, try. So I actually jealous. experienced life traffic, uh, life tracking, um, uh, mapping, all of that stuff outside because the internet at, at the show, as we kind of mentioned at the beginning of this show, <laughs> royally sucks. So everything sure. and anything we were trying to do, even when I was trying to tether it, it didn't. But um, the the this is very much similar to the way Glass gives you that experience, with the exception of your your field of view is much bigger. It's not just sitting at the top right and you kind of have to mm-hmm. look up to look at it. It's in, it's in the center. It, it Actually, depending on what you're doing, it'll sit at different parts. What I really liked about it when I did the navigation, because I was like, hey, I'm going to go back to my hotel because I need to edit some stuff. I said, navigate to the Flamingo Hotel. It brought up three different addresses because there's different POIs for, for Flamingo. I picked the first one, and then the, everything kind of went away. And I had a little bit of a su- uh, like a, sol- uh, a circular navigation arrow sitting on the bottom right of my 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 vision. And as I'm walking, I don't have to look at it. I always can see the direction of it. If I'm going the wrong direction, it tells me that I'm it's turning red. As I turn green, this is the right direction I need to go. And it nice. tracked. It had it 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 was pulling internet from. This is the weird thing. It was pulling from the phone that they let me borrow with it because they only had it paired with their own phones. Okay. And then it was tethered to my Pixel because I was obviously hotspotting it. That was the only way to do it. Um, and it worked. So that actually absolutely works. Uh, picture taking, video taking absolutely works. Um, not a lot of the applications were installed. So we didn't get, you get a chance to test that out. The notifications mm. weren't being pushed. But the translation is where it goes, oh, my God. Live translation. You're talking to somebody, and it initially, if the internet was wasn't having an issue, it would start basically transcribing their words. From they had it set up for Chinese to English, and I had the gentleman before I left. I had them, I had him record a sentence, like a nice, sh- sh- like a chunk of sentence there in in uh, in Mandarin, so that I can actually, uh, you know, play it back on uh, what's it called <laughs> for the recorder. Because I had to leave, and I wasn't having him come with me. So it was like, hold on. (laughs) You just
1: drag him back to your hotel room. Okay, now talk Chinese to me so I can (laughs) translate in my eyeball. I had it. Seriously, we were like at the
0: convention center. Like, please give me a sentence in Mandarin because I don't have a Mandarin speaking friend here. So long story short, it's exciting. Is it perfect? It needs a little bit of work.
1: It obviously needs a lot of work yeah, and it needs another generation of miniaturization. I feel like that is, that is absolutely some fair criticism for what, what's it's moving in the right direction.
0: I'll say this, the, 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 so as we're looking at the picture here with, uh, with, uh, with Trish, so what you don't see, because obviously she has a lot more hair than I do, you know, go figure. um, There are the two nubs on the back of it. Everybody has more
1: hair than me. I mean,
2: it is, it's, to (laughs) come.
1: Now, um, now me you and me buddy we're <laughs> bald by choice
2: we're renaming
1: the podcast that's it the name of our band <laughs> forget the anyone best. who joins our band
0: has to choose the um the battery and the circuitry bald. are all sitting in the back in the in those big nub yeah and the nubs on the back so you don't have any more heat issues the way we had them with their earlier generation that's where cool. the pcb was sitting like center center part of like your forehead right on your eyebrows so, yeah I'll say this. It's impressive to see how this evolution and evolutionary version of it came from the generation I saw a year ago to two years ago, because we've Mm. been following them for some time. Um, I could definitely say that, yes, this is going to be exciting. They need to, again, some work needs to be done. Battery life is still kind of short. Um, I think they they rated it about four hours with full charge, but I, I didn't really get any close to You know to what that. I'm...
1: Cause, well, because yeah, I was a huge nerd for the Focals by North, and that was yeah. a projector system, and that was a really...
0: They have, they, very, have a, very a, they have a controller just they like... They have a oh, ring. They have a ring.
1: I, I love that too. yeah, yeah um yeah. So the Focals by North in constant operation, I don't think they got much better than four hours, but the whole point was you're not constantly using it. It's, Absolutely. It's like the, the glance that you take down at your smartwatch has now just moved up to eye level. One of the things that kind of surprises me, and I hope that this is something they address, knowing that the actual field of view... Is so much smaller mm-hmm. than the whole surrounding frame, even if you kept the frames chunky, if you could just reduce the lens size, mm-hmm. would be a huge first step into making these better daily wearable accessories. Because, like, that's to me is like what makes that look so funny on your face, Trish, is how much extra glass they have in those lenses. That I don't think they they completely need for the way that they do the image generation in mm-hmm. the lens.
2: Yeah. Well, you can see as I turn my head side to side, you can see where the rectangle is yeah. in the center of the frame where I'm able to see things. Um, so, yeah, you're right. There's a ton of extra glass around that.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, even if the frames were still kind of chunky, they would look like I uh, my... Um, uh, that my my aunt used to call. She was uh, Air Force, and they would have like standard issue glasses, and they would call them BCs because they were birth control glasses because they were such <laughs> ugly frames. So yeah, we we would still have a bit of that problem with the frames being so chunky, but I think they would look like they would they would look like they would fit your face better if you could minimize that lens size.
2: Well, and honestly, one of the things I was really excited about when I tested these is I was like, okay, for my dream of covering CES someday as like an IRL stream, how nice would it be to just be able to do it from a pair of glasses instead of like walking around with a walking stick with a camera on it or like something strapped to the front of my body. But just to have it in your glasses would be so awesome.
1: Well, and have you played... I, I, I don't know if you how much you've played with some of the projector glasses, but one of my favorite things about reviewing them is that while I'm wearing them to shoot the video of me talking about the glasses, I just put the script up in the glasses. So I'm running teleprompter in the glasses to talk about the glasses while I'm, you know, pointing my face towards my camera. That's hilarious. And if you could do a walk and talk and have like notes or or just a legit teleprompter running as you're doing that and then you could shoot your POV video at the same time that kind i mean like i know we're not there yet i know these probably won't ever won't ever get us to that kind of synergy but we're so close i can mm-hmm. taste it we're so much closer to this being like this, this so much is legit more you could
0: use these go out navigate to a spot and come back with them you can take pictures. I mean, they are functional. They're not perfect. They're not yeah. ready yet, but I think it's functional,
2: mm-hmm. and it's
0: crazy how much they were able to improve them over the last couple last. Of generations of it. It is, and it's it's amazing. So that 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 that's what. Last question, me. and and, yeah. and we
1: can move on. I I, I had to dig in because both of you got to play with these. I had to dig in just a little bit. Any word on um, frame covers or sunglasses attachments, like? is there anything uh, that they have can... inserts
0: for the uh, for the prescriptions so they they're doing them the same day they did the TCL so they're little But, but not like,
1: inserts not like not like a shield where you can use them as sunglasses during the day they didn't, t- they, I, I didn't they i didn't i don't know if you did that.
0: trish yeah they i i didn't ask at the time although i'll say that that would have been something i appreciated if when i was outside cuz once well, you get I the sunlight like, yeah
2: i feel like maybe TCL didn't have those but other XR glasses that were at the show did um, yeah. There was a lot it's of that. Real. They yeah. saw like, here's tech you've seen before, but we added something aesthetic that you can add on. We did see a lot of that.
0: Yeah, it was it was quite a few. It's quite a few. And um, the the one thing I will also say is, you do you do have the ability of increasing the brightness of the displays inside?
1: Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. they
0: are definitely viewable in direct sunlight, that was surprising. Oh, yeah,
1: I just can't go outside without sunglasses these days because I, I'm such a a troll in my little. <laughs>
0: <laughs> with your script running in your page. sunglasses. I
1: get it. I get it. Scr- <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, you, you get used to a teleprompter. It becomes a crutch. But, you know, you you got to read the words that you put on the page in front of you there. So.
0: I'm with you. I'm with you. But, yeah, no, definitely uh, TCL or radios are definitely they're really putting in some really good effort and really good work in there. And uh, what I really got excited too was I got a chance to talk to them, and um, they got me a. Uh, do you remember when we were playing with the Rainiers? Uh, they they talked about the joy con- the not the, the Joy Dock, right? The Joy Dock. I'm obsessed. Yes. So I yeah, I now have a Joy doc <laughs> So <laughs> that's good. Yes. So I'm going to be I'm going to work on the video on that. Hopefully for the next for next week, yeah. kind of like a follow on to it. But uh, yeah, dude, that, that was like the one thing out of that entire package. I was like why didn't you send it to us? Like they, it wasn't ready at the time.
2: Oh. And it is
0: so slick, man. It's, it's, a, it's nice. It has a clip to the out on the back of the switch yes. and it's ready to go. So I got it and I'm still unpacking. Cause like, I literally got back home today. So it's crazy, but, uh yeah, very exciting stuff from TCL, and of course all their TVs and some really gaming monitor, really nice gaming monitors and so on, and Agreed. way more, way more stuff that we never get in the US. But it was definitely at their booth.
1: They released like 20 phones and five tablets and stuff, and you're like, yes, I, did. I'd like, I'd like you to maybe consider a Next Paper here. I've been asking to try one. That for a Next long Paper
2: time. 14 tablet looked yeah. really nice. It's, sharp. it's such an interest uh, uh, from sharp.
1: from doing like the the pocket uh, back at pocket now again. I, we were doing those like videos talking to psychologists about like a, a gadget addiction and stuff, and all of the psychology that goes into yeah. bright, vibrant so screen that, yeah. that your yeah, yeah. brain likes to look at, yeah. and just how calming <laughs> the effect is of looking at like a next paper display. I really want to spend some more time with one. It looks really good.
0: It, it was it was absolutely fantastic. The devices that they had, there's quite a few Next Paper displays on phones, and even as mm-hmm. as Trish was talking about the tablet, it has a physical switch to switch between Next Paper and the the UI just switches yeah. from one to the other. But it's a it's a it's a large premium tablet. We're talking like seriously, no mm-hmm. no no corners cut. Everything really yeah. trying to emphasize the best that they can offer, and it it shines. It definitely shines. It's uh-huh. really good. But yeah no uh there was I mean I'm sure there was obviously a lot more things at TCL but the other thing I'll probably say I got a chance to go to Lenovo and I got a chance to check out some of their um upcoming things as far as tech um but one of the things that really liked that I really enjoyed was when Lenovo decided to basically bring something kind of like the Moto Mods we had for the back in the day with mm-hmm. the, the Z-Force. Yeah. And they brought those. They have, so they have a couple lines of their laptops that had them, and this is just second-generation concepts. But we're talking about attachments of basically attaching on the top of your, your laptop. You can attach yep. a, a high-end camera. You can even attach an entire display. Like this is mm. crazy the level that they were able to put that in there. I put I pushed it up on my um, on Instagram. I didn't push that out on my on my YouTube. But there's a there's a a, a, a fun nostalgic feel to it. But it's, from a functional standpoint, it is absolutely amazing. Did you get to amazing.
2: check this one out, Trish? Because
1: I, I I caught TK's thing and then I I didn't make it to
2: Lenovo's uh, booth this year. Release.
0: Yeah, and they were can, they weren't even on the show. They were out. They were in the wind. With, oh. Without the getting end.
1: to play with like the magnetic attachment system how much I like the anti-notch design. Because it's like... It's all the top. Yeah, Yeah. so you've got got your screen. Unlike a MacBook, you don't have something cutting into the screen. You have this little lip that comes up on top of it. If you wanted, you could put a regular webcam in -hmm. there. But then it's the magnetic base that gives you the ability to attach other products and webcams and displays and stuff. So I'm all for this. Dude, I they, love just the aesthetic of it. Not. So they had a ring light, my display, for even just webcam. to
0: illuminate you. But the one, the really, really yeah. cool thing, they had aromatherapy for it. They had a box where you'd be able to put it. Like, was, I mean, it was a concept again. This is some of these attachments are concepts.
1: Uh, but, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not jumping on this until I get an air pur- purifying house plant. To magnetically, I you know what? Maybe that's anti-nots. that's the integration, man.
2: <laughs> Lenovo and that. Neo plants,
1: exactly done. <laughs> done. I Lenovo Neo, I mean, Lenovo Neo, it, it's it's got a really delightful alliterative quality to it that I feel le, like they're le, missing uh, out the,
0: the Neo Lovo, the Neo Lovo. We'll just go with
1: Neo, Ooh, the Neo, like Lovo, the Neo
0: Lovo. It just <laughs>
1: it's good. It's, it's it good. was crazy. You know, I
0: they had a couple things that were also going there. There's another video going up tomorrow morning on their android and windows tablet pc combo yeah that is i like I, all i can say is if you if if you remember back in the day when asus used to have the transformer tablet where you used to be able mm-hmm. to basically have a clamshell you open it up you open you take the tablet off but that obviously was was android all around they have a this concept going on where the base, the keyboard part of the, the tablet or the, the laptop mm-hmm. is essentially a an i7 running laptop, Windows 11 running yeah. laptop. All the pieces and everything that you need there from the RAM, GPU, everything is in there. And then there is the tablet, which essentially is Android running Android 13, that docks as a monitor to it. And you're able to jump between Windows and Android whenever you want. And if you're connected to a display, let's say a, a, a computer monitor or whatever, you can detach the Android tablet, keep it running Android, and Windows is still connected to the monitor. Yeah. Suddenly you have two PCs in one. Like that just, wow. That, that, if, I have, if there is one word I would give the CES, the it was there. Because that came out of nowhere for me. And I want it. I don't care if it's 2000. <laughs> I want it. It's just going to happen. It's coming out. And it's actually not a concept. It is coming out in, an, in another couple of months. That's
1: cool. Well, and yeah. that's the nice thing too. Is like I feel like Lenovo is not too precious with actually putting out concepts. Like yeah. they've got some moonshot stuff that is like crazy R and D, like will never see the light of day. But
0: oh, uh, it, Snub's got a chance to check out at, some of their stuff too. Their their uh, their tech gear that they had in uh, there. Yeah. The, the,
1: the, the steam. Oh, she was having out. a blast. I was like, I was like cyber stalking her like crazy yeah. on threads, just like, yeah, yeah. oh, she's having fun. This is neat. Um, Trish did you catch any fun laptop stuff because I I gotta say I've been really anxious about the laptop conversation knowing we're gonna get some more windows on arm gear we're seeing sort Mm -hmm. of refreshes from Intel and AMD it's so early in the year I think a lot of companies are trying not to like like completely blow all of their announcements for what's going to be coming later in the year did you see anything though that you were you were really feeling.
2: The biggest laptop announcements I saw were like, hey, you can get a 14th Gen i9 in a laptop now. Yay. And, like, everyone announcing, you know, their new stuff. Um, But the biggest thing for me actually wasn't in the laptop space. It was in the desktop space. Oh, Um, okay. So, like, TK, you said, you know, if you had to give your one award of CES. For me, if I had to give my one award of CES, it would be to the hidden cable connector motherboards and that movement. Oh. I had not seen them in person before this CES. Mm -hmm. And seeing them in person, yes, Juan, that that was my exact feeling. (laughs) Um, I'm obsessed. Uh, So whether it's ASUS and they're calling them BTF or it's MSI and it's Project Zero or it's Gigabyte and it's Project Stealth, whatever you're calling them, when you're putting the connectors on the back of the motherboard...
0: As they should have been in the first this place. This is but the yeah, future. Yeah.
2: This is the future, not just for beautiful, sleek, clean-looking PCs, but yeah. everyone who has built a PC has cut a finger or more yep. trying to get the dang cables around and at the right angle and, like, just can't get the pin in right. Yeah, so much frustration. And it looks cleaner. And if it can bring wow. more people into the DIY PC Fold, I'm here for it. So if anyone has not been up on this, you need a compatible case because you need the width in the back to do right, that. Of
0: course, of course.
2: Um, and then you need the the hidden cable connector motherboard. And Asus even took it a step further, making proprietary GPUs that get the power. Hello. Yep, right from the motherboard, so you don't even need the GPU cable coming around the front. Oh my
0: God! Okay, no way.
2: Yes, way. Not
0: having to. I
2: filmed it. That that video will probably go up tomorrow because I filmed it today.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just with all of the announcements on, like, oh, Nvidia super cards are coming out, but you'll still have to mess with like melting power connectors, and then ASUS is like, hold my beer.
2: Yes. We're just going to get rid of power connectors. Asus is also, like
0: connectors? What connectors? I power
2: like. connectors suck too. I do GPU swaps all the time. You know how hard those yeah. things are to get in and out? You always hurt yourself. And I'm like, dude, yeah. I I have hobbit-sized hands. I don't know how people with big hands do this if I have such no. a hard time.
1: So I, you'll, you'll appreciate this. I, yeah. I'm, I'm hopefully going to be able to get this video out soon. I was doing um, some work with Zotac. Oh yeah, yeah! they're like, oh, yeah, let's get you swapped out. And so I've got this cavernous server-grade case. This thing is, like, from my knees to, like, my eyeballs. This thing is huge. Where are going to put it? One of the old-school steel frames. No, no, no. This is what I keep under my desk. I, I run a, a stupid workstation, like, server-grade chassis under my desk. I, I just I don't care about pretty lights and showing it off. Even just, like, trying to get this 4070 into this case was that kind of a mess. So I can't wait to show people the video because it's exactly what you're talking about. I have all the room in the world, and I still have the most miserable cable management (laughs) to try and get airflow going through this thing. And the second I saw those motherboards, I was like, oh... I feel seen. (laughs) They saw my struggle. I need this so bad.
2: I was reading about this kind of (laughs) move from all the manufacturers leading up to CES. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. it was one of those, like, I'm sure the anticipation helped build my hype. But when I finally got to see one in person, I was like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever.
1: Yeah. I'll have to check out the video. I, yeah. I, I can't even say, like, when, when you see, like, uh, like pre built machines, and you're like, this should be put together with all the care and attention of someone building a computer at an enthusiast sort of price point. Yeah. And then you still see, like, flappy dongle GPU cables sticking out the side of a car. And you're like, no, it ruins every. Oh, it's so ugly. Yeah. So, what I'm hoping is that this also helps, like, you know, if you think about floating a motherboard in the middle of a case, and you have that space on either side, just think yeah. about all the cool things we could do. I mean, literally, I just use a pun intended, um, all the cool things we can do with cooling and how yes. we can move air around every part and component, and we can really kind of maximize in, in basically the same amount of space that we've already been using. Oh, let me make you big.
2: I don't know if this is gonna show correctly, but this is not the GPU cable list. This is, but this is the rest of it. So this was at Corsair's suite that I saw today. But you can see the only cables really that you're taking a look at here is the GPU. Yeah. Everything else is on the back side of that motherboard.
1: That is and clean. as soon as we can kind of work ASUS's concept to get rid of that one floppy cable, then the rest of it's just air and cooling yep oh i can't wait That's Yep. and so i asked pretty.
2: asus i said you know do you see this being like right now yes it's your proprietary design but do you see this being something that other manufacturers may adopt and pick up in the future and maybe this would be the future of gpus mm-hmm. um and of course they were like asus would love to work with other manufacturers <laughs> and i'm like i'm sure they would uh, yeah and <laughs> uh, like-
1: in, in- for all the money that they can license yep. our design, we are happy to work sure. with other yeah. manufacturers on the future of. But, but
2: they also had so you know how um on a lot of motherboards now instead of everyone trying to jam a stru- screwdriver in there to get the GPU PCIe to release under mm, your big snotty yeah. card, um you know how a lot of the motherboards now have like a wing that sticks out further so you can easily Look. release that. Yep. For their proprietary design, um, that wing is longer, and so you hit it, and it releases both the power and the PCIe at the same time. Oh, I
1: love it. I that, know. You know what? That, that is actually something where I bet you they, they, they'll hold the patent on it for a while, and mm. then it becomes a part of a PCIe standard. And yeah, maybe they, they, they get paid. I mean, you know, whenever you talk about consortiums, like, you know, the special interest groups like Bluetooth SIG and everything like that, the, the companies that contribute to those, they are still looking at patents and licensing deals and they just try to work out something equitable. I would not be surprised if Asus looks at this as like, well, we can sell this for a GPU motherboard combination purchase, or we can just make a little bit of money on every motherboard and GPU that's sold for the future of every high-end desktop system, even if it's just that like that trickle currency, I feel like mm-hmm. that's probably the better play. So I'm hoping I'm hoping that's something that just becomes adopted. you know yeah, like, yeah it, has to. it
2: it yeah. also gives it saves you from GPU sync yep. because yep. you're not just connecting on one side, you're connecting side. on two sides. So I mean, the cards are so big you probably still want some kind of support for the front for sure. of the card. But at least it's helping the side-to-side balance if yeah. you're not vertical mounting.
0: Exactly. Got and it, it needs to be a standard. Because right? God God so help cool. us if we actually get into where every company does their own version of it. Then you never be well, able to swap a GPU. But I mean, like, you know, system. at
1: the end of this year, yeah. we're, we're all just going to be using ARM SOCs. So big yeah. GPUs are basically extinct, right? Like, there's mm. no point. Hey,
0: I, I, I technically covered the event RPG using an ARM-based laptop. But yeah, you know, that's... It, no, I, this is the weirdest thing. I've actually pushed the M1 Max the, on my uh, MacBook Pro to its limit this year. I actually got to the point where it says nice. you ran out of memory, and uh, nice.
1: that's good. Yeah,
0: that that oh, is so that Just
1: is, you should just just add some more memory. You should, uh, that's what like, I'm going to do. I'm going to work on that.
0: Bro- i'm gonna bring the blowtorch and then the configuration this weekend i'm gonna add a new cpu a new oh. gpu new ram you just gotta get it's, it in, and in the there. battery
1: do, do a little soldering it's, it's gonna be great it's gonna be great no no uh-huh. I, I think
0: it'll be it'll be it'll be one of those but no seriously i think yes if that that would be also for me if i had the chance to check those out that would have been one of the top oh my god these are like yeah. we're waiting for this forever
2: but, that's you know. my that's my top of show, for sure. And I, speaking of your Mac needing new memory and soldering RAM on, I did see a gaming M.2 2230 that I was real excited about because I was like, yes, yeah. let's expand the storage in my Asus ROG Ally." Thank H- you so H-B much.
0: Had, um, actually, crazy enough, HP it's, had a laptop it's pretty cool, their, that almost looked like a, a one of those um, like ultra-light uh, lo- uh, notebooks. But it was actually a legit, with a 4070, uh, uh, what's it called, GPU mm-hmm. built into it, an i7. I forgot the name of the, the model. I think it's like the concept, the, the, the their concept gaming laptop. They had it uh, at Pepcom. It was, was sitting this? right next to the X-wheel, HP laptops. Hold on. I think I took a picture. I'm sure I took a picture. The question is, which phone did I take a picture with? This is well, what happens I, I feel... when we
2: can't upload our stuff yet. We're just showing yeah. phone pictures.
0: Well, because that- I think like, uh, okay, now I have a lot of and it used cool to be stuff. we
1: could just share those photos, but now people all want video. Um, Michael PepperTech coming in clutch. Uh, don't worry about a cable to lose. Go cable free with ASUS. Mm, I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I like I, this. I, that, that's that's a that's an ad campaign there. So uh, you know, again sitting on the sidelines. I don't know if you guys caught caught the news on uh msi Which but one? i was wondering if you had any thoughts on claw coming out <sighs> i cause... didn't
2: see it in person oh, okay i wanted to see it in person but the design looks remarkably similar to everything else on the market okay, I it looks
1: thought. a little it looks a little ROGE. Um, I, I think the interesting thing it is going to be to see one. It's starting out at a pretty high price point. We're mm-hmm. in the six hundred dollar to seven hundred dollar territory to start. Was that the uh, that... i five
0: or the i seven for the i five, right?
1: Just to start with the i five. Oh, the i five. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the base model, exactly. Um, but that's also what's kind of interesting is seeing them go Intel, mm-hmm. where we know mm-hmm. like AMD has kind of typically been the uh, the the performance per watt solution mm-hmm. for for these other other players um what what do you think i i feel like this is the beginning of a tipping point where gaming laptops are going to fulfill a, a, a broad niche of high, compu- high high demand computing but gamers are i think are increasingly going to be looking at some of these standalone portable experiences in the same way that we appreciate, you know, a Switch has some compromises, but it's a really good platform. Mm-hmm. Um, what other kinds of conversations did you guys see while you were out there at CES? Because I'm sure a lot of companies were trying to make some noise about mobility, portability, and then better power efficiency for, uh, for gaming and high-end desktop.
0: It's desktop experiences for me. It's it's always a challenge because it's
1: it it's a desktop. I don't polluter. mean literally like a desktop no. on your desk. What I mean is like there's yeah. a PC in your hands. Yeah. that well, is playing the video games.
2: I don't. I mean, unless Intel you're is really, going to be
1: crazy powerful, but it's also going to nuke your battery in like an hour. I mean, so here's
2: my thing. Like I love my ASUS ROG Ally. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not traveling. With a portable monitor and a Bluetooth keyboard and mouse. And I'm not traveling (laughs) with a setup to turn it into a workable PC in my hotel room when Mm -hmm. I'm traveling for work. So if you don't want to travel with two devices, your laptop and your gaming device, I do think there's still going to always be a market for gaming laptops just because you can get so much done that's not gaming and still play your games really well on your gaming laptop. Now... That being said, if you're like, this is not a work trip, this is a vacation trip, yeah. ROG Ally or any other PC handheld all day. So yeah. the PC handhelds can do the computing, but I think the pain point for me is then you have to bring everything else with your mobile setup, which yeah. isn't so fun. I,
1: I, to that point, we were flying back from Thanksgiving and I'm sitting at the, the terminal in the Albuquerque Sunport. We're waiting for our Southwest <laughs> plane to arrive and down the aisle is a gentleman on an ROG ally where he's got a smart card reader plugged into it, and he is not gaming on his ROG ally. He was, he was trying to do the work from his little mini Windows experience. Did he have a
2: keyboard? Because otherwise that would be miserable. Oh, oh I feel so It was bad sucked for him. It was so bad, but it was like the
1: total, it was like the embodiment of why because I can. I have an ROG ally. I probably did a requisition for it, so I have to justify to like one of the the labs out here in New Mexico on government funds why I bought this thing. But it was smart card reader security. It was like he was doing it from
2: the ally. He was like, "I am not going to bring a laptop." I mean, to do even the trying work. to access your Windows Bluetooth <laughs> settings to hook up buds on that thing <laughs> so is a nightmare. Bad.
1: It's so awful. It's hilarious. I loved it, it so much. It
0: it's one of those it's exciting to see that they're moving forward in the in the in the in the opportunity to bring in intel into the fold and when we start seeing more more improvements into it but yeah man I mean Steam Deck started a whole new genre and it is it is something that I feel like can be turned into something else with the right accessories, but again, it depends on what you're using. Like like Chris said, I have the Legion Go, I have the uh, the Steam Deck, and I, you know, I can yeah. connect multiple things and I can make things work. But there's something to be said for a gaming laptop that could just knock everything out of the park.
1: And I just I I think like one of the things I'm excited about is the nuance of a conversation about performance per watt. Yeah and it's something where I think we oversell some of the laptop side, where I worry that Intel and AMD have kind of let this become more of a portable desktop that really doesn't work the best it can when it's only running on its own battery. And so if we can kind of help some people, not everybody, but if we Mm -hmm. can help some people understand like, well, these compromises on a lower power device actually meet up with your needs better because you need to be running out in the field, like I, I, I look at things like insurance adjusters, right? Mm-hmm. You need ultra low power documents, spreadsheets, and data connectivity. You don't need a powerful laptop. You actually really do need something that's going to be a lot more power efficient, so that you can be all day out in the field and not constantly charging as you go. And it's those little conversations that I actually think the handhelds help us demonstrate. Like, it's 720p gaming, often at, like, 30 frames per second. That's not exciting, but my Steam Deck (laughs) is really good at doing this one specific thing poorer than a high-spec gaming laptop can do, but it's a bit more accessible Mm -hmm. for me to do it. So, it's that kind of stuff that gets me a little kind of sparked. It's, It's getting away from just the... This is the most powerful thing of this year, and every year it gets 10% more powerful. It's, does it really fit what you need it to do in these circumstances? And I don't know that we've had great examples of that. I, we, I don't think we did a couple years back.
2: Our, I mean, the parallel in the gaming community to what you're talking about is the Xbox and PlayStation constantly touting, ray tracing, how many teraflops, and then Nintendo comes out and is like, and you put the hat in a frog and you're a frog, and everyone goes crazy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like, does it really matter that we have these super high specs when really what we're talking about is having a fun experience playing your games? And so I think that conversation has already been happening for years since the Switch came out because we're like... for sure. yeah. Breath of the Wild is one of the best games ever. You know what? We don't care that it's, like, you know, lower resolution on our Switch. We don't care.
1: No. But don't you feel that there's been that kind of contingent, the, the loudest minority of the PC gamers that have held on to this idea that they've got, you know, the PC Master Race jokes like, Uh, Yeah, of course, your $6,000 gaming PC is going to outperform a Nintendo Switch in all these graphics capabilities. But I feel like they've been given the megaphone or they've been holding on to the megaphone because we really haven't had the PC equivalent of showing you a more uh, use-specific lower power device that handles Mm -hmm. this one task Mm -hmm. and does it better even though it's obviously compromised against your ten thousand dollar H E D T system, you know, that, that kind of that kind of conversation. I feel like Steam Deck and now ROG Ally and Lenovo Legion and this MSI Claw, you know, four to seven hundred dollars is not cheap, uh-uh. but it gets you gaming really well without having to spend twice as much on gaming a desktop yeah, yeah. to do similar stuff. And it's not going to do other things nearly as well, but it can, I guess, if you're a government employee who has a smart card reader plugged into your ROG Ally. That is next can. level
0: smart card reader at an airport. <laughs>
1: it was awesome. I even followed him to like the coffee shop, and he's just sitting there, and this thing is like hanging out of his ally, and just like that can't be good. That sounds. But brutal. I'm so excited you're doing it.
0: <laughs> I'm just glad he has a USB-C a smart card reader cuz I still have my okay for my stuff at work I still have so my USB A awesome. connected to my laptop it no it's
1: so great it is it is
0: there's a lot of things I'll say this if there is one thing to be said there's no shortage of amazing tech new tech concept tech prototype tech um that we got a chance to see and walk around and so much you know, <laughs> so much so we didn't even get a chance to check out. That's i all say this much: I did. Yeah, there's yeah. no way to cover no. CES in the amount of time that the show goes. There is just no way. Even the four days that the show goes at, there's just no way. That's just um, that's my personal opinion, and I will stand by it. I will die on that. <laughs> on that end, I don't yeah. think oh, anyone challenge
2: you. It's yeah. not. That's not even like a controversial opinion. You're just right. That's fact. Okay. <laughs> um, but honestly, I and I also feel like that contributes to. The problem we were all discussing earlier of, you know, you go to these conferences and you always feel like you're missing stuff and you're trying to squeeze stuff in and you've got too many appointments. And always always. because unless you really fine tune, I'm only going to cover gaming handhelds this year.
1: Like if you're
2: covering multiple product segments, there is no way you as one person, I would argue there's not even any way a team of 10 or 15 people can cover the whole show. There's no yep, way, yeah. and we all try to, and I think that's why we well, all make our go there, right? You <laughs> have we your plan. Leave, and I lose my voice, and like we're all just
0: yeah, yeah, no, um, no. I, but even if even with the best planning, Trish, we know that yeah. you're walking, and you're bound to find that one thing. Of like, oh my god, this thing exists. How did I not know that this was a thing? Like, this is seriously like you walk down these halls. This is this is why the show is so successful, but it mm-hmm. it needs. I, I I don't know if it needs but yeah you're right we just need to be multiplied to maybe 20 or 30 of us and each one of us covers a corner of the actual show floor and say look you're staying in quadrant yeah. one and you're not crossing the quadrant two and that's how oh, you yeah. do it. Oh yeah
1: just give up on on like like topics and just be like literally the physical location that you are going to cover is this because, grid because because it's, and just talk about two. everything you've
0: you got to you floor two so that's the other thing most people don't realize the Venetian has levels like, they go in, right? <laughs> they go down straight to the sands, not realizing to the left of them oh, all the I hallways it. where MSI and, and all the PC oh, components are, like, demoing there. But then there's level one, two, and three. Yeah, Like, you could go different places. I think last year, Samsung had a had one of their conferences set up on level three. So you have to know where to go. And you just, if you get lost, like God help you, seriously. It's just crazy. But then and, there's the
2: random press suites at like Caesar. And then there's the whole yeah. convention. I was on the convention floor today at ARIA. I don't even know ARIA had a convention floor until I made that meeting. <laughs> it, like you just, you're everywhere.
0: I got to Lenovo and I was so lost at the wind. I called them up and the guy was not happy with me. He's like, "Okay, dude, we're going to have to start cuz you're running late and we're going to have to send a we're going to send Mark to pick you up." And I was like, I was just like waiting there like, "Oh my god." And that's it's just it's it's just crazy. It's just there's so much stuff going on even with the best planning. It's just you just roll with the, we're, and I think, I think to a good to a, to a certain point, a lot of people expect and understand because it's just the norm. I'm sure they're even late to their own stuff, uh, getting to where they need to get to. But to but at least
1: up. hearing hearing both of your experiences here, it sounds like CES is kind of finding its footing again. That mm-hmm. like what the show represents was, I felt it was in danger, um as we were kind of coming out of the pandemic. You, kind yeah. of like what similarly we just saw E3. Is is gone now, because you can craft so many um, platform specific experiences for companies to reach out directly to players. I was afraid that if CES didn't find a vibe, it eventually just becomes either an auto show or it it crumbles because like why do you bring all of this press here to Vegas for the for this week if you know a Samsung can go out and have their own unpacked event, and Apple does their own keynotes and like, well, what are we all doing here so at least it sounds like there is some kind of vibe that's happening with um, sort of bleeding edge technology and showing off prototypes and getting people primed for the year yep. that CES still serves a purpose
0: oh yeah oh yeah and and there's this again there's so much more to come more content and i'm sure as, as trish said there's a lot more stuff to come out tomorrow i have a couple more like i said the video that i have for tomorrow morning coming up for for the lenovo pc um and i and, and i'm trying to figure out how to edit this down to 60 second video for uh the the reel on the radio uh x2s because it's just there's just so much to be put in there i don't know if i want to maybe do mm-hmm. part one two and three at this point because that may end up being <laughs> the way i'm I, I swear to god because it's just It's hard to put to condense it into bullet points because I'm actually because one of the things I I tried to pitch to them was like, look, I'd like to be able to experience using them on the show floor. It's cool. It's everything. You're you're very much in a controlled environment. But I told them I said, I want to see if I'm trying to go back to my hotel. Can these glasses get me there? And they took me up on it. I actually didn't think he was. He's like, okay, we can make it happen. And I'm like, and, and so how, and it's like, okay, we're going to give you the glasses, here's the, you know, the phone, and then we'll try to meet up with you later on. It's like, before we, uh, before we saw each other again um, that night, Trish, I think it was okay. last night, um, I actually had to go meet the gentleman from TCL to try to give him his stuff back. <laughs> I was like, okay, I want to make sure he got his, his equipment and all of that stuff. Yeah. But it's, it is, it's exciting. It's fun. A lot of friends, you know, we, everybody's meeting up again. We're getting a chance to just yeah. um, kind of go in there. And, and honestly, Juan, we need to make a pack right now for next oh, year. No. We, need to, we need to do it. <laughs> you need to do at least one day. Okay. okay. One day I mean, physically, I mean, not virtually, at CES.
1: I, I I'll, you I'll not, make man. you a deal that coming into next year... Why don't I book for specifically a Pepcom and a Showstoppers?
0: Okay, I, I'm going I'm and, that, and I, then I, if
1: if if I'm there for those and I can just meet meet up with friends because mm-hmm. that's kind of what you do with Pepcom and Showstoppers is you eat mini slider cheeseburgers while you hang out with your friends or your me had, and you film like donut ice cream a dozen. Go. Right? <laughs> no,
2: she's she's a, a mobile production do it, though. She's, it's no, it's no, no. like trish is an so extremely better efficient
0: access. person like she is absolutely efficient i was walking with her in uh, on unveiled okay and it looked like we're just hanging out right <laughs> i turn around i turn back and then suddenly her the, the tripod goes straight to the ground the camera mm-hmm. comes up and i'm like what the heck and then two seconds later we walked up to the next oh one. i know and the i've next seen morning, her in
1: operation man yeah, I, yeah but I, the like, next morning
0: all those things were coming legit. up i'm like how did she do it
2: I hired a man in the no, no, chair. No, no, but I did I did like in my mind I'm thinking <laughs> I've got night a long. guy in the chair. It's actually a woman in the chair. But I've no, got no, a no. woman yes. in the chair.
0: I'm thinking <laughs> like Trisha sitting there with a large vat vat of coffee sitting there.
1: She's so like, wait, we're, we're editing here. Trisha's buddy Ned <laughs> is, is is cutting that video. No, my friend Jen. It's it.
2: her name is Jen. She's based out of Chicago. But, like, we always joke <laughs> around about Guy in the Chair from Spider-Man.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yep.
0: absolutely, absolutely. Okay. And, it you know what? I'll, I'll say this. If um, if she
1: if she does, if she is looking for more clients, I would love,
2: to, yeah, at least we, for we, covering events. We've had some of
1: these conversations. TK and I have been like, who, who, who do we use?
2: Like, I we have to... two, two other content creator friends that have already started using her. I'm like, this poor girl is going to be working around the clock. <laughs> but you know what? You can find people yeah. that are decent. That's, I will say that.
1: Well, it, that's it, pretty great. And especially for her, style. too. Like, yeah. like I would have brought her here sure with me if I could. And... <laughs> so, so, okay. My, my, goal, my goal yeah. for CES 2025 is to, okay. is to head out for Pepcom and Showstoppers. Okay. Trisha's goal for 2025 is to bring an on-site producer. So, what is your doing for 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 next year for cestk
0: honestly i i feel like i'm so behind where trish is i'd like to basically move up to the level where she has it it's basically the remote guy in the i do have i do have a gentleman that's helping me out and he's been a great help but i guess it's more about fine-tuning the proceed the process of how i'm creating the content yeah. I realize the that I think 4K is great for full videos. Yeah, but I think I, I should really for the reels and, and the short parts. I need to just drop down to 1080. Makes it much easier, mm. much easier to transfer. And uh, but it's also kind of like getting getting ready The 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 gentleman I'm working with right now. We've been working together, but not it hasn't been that long. That relationship yeah. hasn't developed to that level. So but by um,
1: this time next year, hey man, oh yeah,
0: I, I'm. I'm planning already for like end of next month, man. I'm like, I, hopefully, I'll be able to go to <laughs> MWC, and that's. See, the thing is, MWC is crazy for me because it is all mobile. Here, I'm yeah. picking and choosing. There's different things. There, it's still like it's like a tunnel vision down an aisle of mm. mobile, 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 and companies that don't even exist in the US. So I'm, we'll yeah. have to see. Yeah, no, definitely. But I will, I will definitely reach out to Trish later on. To see, maybe, uh, you know, I it doesn't it doesn't hurt having. Leveraging, you know, especially so hmm.
2: Gen <laughs> Flow. She's great. Chicago. She's fantastic. Um, but you know what worked really well for me for this show, TK? Mm-hmm. I was doing 1080p 30, so it's easier to get those files uploaded even over super crummy super, CES. Yeah. Um, but also my game plan was put that wide angle lens on the DJI Osmo pocket. Yep, put it on the tripod so I can stand back a little ways. And film it for YouTube with a wide angle, and then crop it for the vertical.
0: Oh, okay. And so have you, all
2: those clips so that tomorrow when I post my like best of CES,
0: you have both clips mm-hmm. exactly. I have yeah. it in
2: vertical. You're, you're not
0: shooting ver- Yeah, you're not shooting different formats. You're shooting one crop. That is much better. You're right. You're right. Because that would have been my only challenge. I would have to shot the video twice. Because Osmo the three has the switcheroo, but mm-hmm. it's better to do it the other way. Okay. Okay.
2: That's what I did. The only bummer of it I found this year is mm-hmm. because all my footage was on my Osmo. I wasn't posting stories all day. Yeah. Because it wasn't on my phone.
1: Yeah. It, and I it, know it,
2: you it, can transfer it to your phone, but I wasn't even going to attempt that at CES. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. even going to try.
0: You'd have you would find it very interesting where your phone doesn't find your Osmo, and it's like it's right next to it, but like you're being bombarded
1: by all the all the different Wi-Fi things. No, I'm it just drives me crazy that like again the cranky old guy where I should just plug in a cable and that you know and,
0: and you can but it just this is um for me this so year i i better. covered the entire show with a with um a slingback basically i did not have my backpack where i typically do mm-hmm. i would have my laptop with me i can always run to the mm-hmm. media room but i i really ran it very light very concise at that i i loved that my back appreciated it <laughs> <laughs> but i i realized i was missing like that that internet component just kind of like hey, hey. so yeah for yeah. sure next year that's my goal my goal is to, to be closer to her setup as much as possible and be more run and gun because it's more fun and you're in the moment you're still enjoying it so i, didn't I, I like need I to bring
1: trying- a tripod but i want to see like could i just cover ces through pepcom and showstoppers just with a phone in my pocket
0: so many people doing that. A whole that. other dude.
1: backpack full of. Gear. So
0: I saw one guy so, covering it with an iPad, and if he can do it with a with the contraption
1: that he was using on it, yeah, that's incorrect. Dude. I don't want to I... do that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, here, wait. Well, on, hold on, You've seen my you seen my tripod that I'm obsessed with, right? Hold on, no, oh, well,
1: I mean, is it the one okay. that you brought to? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the one
2: that you brought to Media Tech.
1: It should be. Yeah, oh, no,
2: yeah, I... the one I brought to MediaTek. Yeah,
1: like I do like that a lot.
2: Because it's got the Bluetooth shutter, and it extends all the yeah. way up to 60 inches if you want it to. And I can take off the phone thing and just use the threading for the Osmo Pocket. And it's tiny, and it's light. And
1: Yeah, that's real pretty. I, I, I got TK over on some of like those carbon fiber Ulanzi's, but those U-Lanzi's are yeah photography are really um, right. style. But um, I might need to again i might need to pick your brain on just streamlining even further but we are getting to that point just kind of wrapping up the show and trish thanks for hanging out a little bit later with us because i know um, we don't want to keep you up too late uh you got an early flight tomorrow um what what else is coming what 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 do you what else do you have to share with folks and where can folks keep up with what you've already produced and what you're going to be putting out um, as we wrap up ces
2: um, well, a lot of my coverage has gone up on YouTube Shorts and TikTok, uh, which is hilarious because I love to be an old lady sitting on my porch shaking my fist at the kids on my lawn about TikTok. Um, but interestingly, this CES, my YouTube Shorts have not performed super well and my TikTok has performed great. Funny that. Funny hmm. that. Exact same content. Um, so uh, on TikTok, Instagram, uh, X, and uh, <laughs> on all those, I'm that girl Trish with no I in the girl, so it's just that GRL Trish. Um, and then on Twitch and YouTube, it's my name, Trisha Hirschberger. So tomorrow, I'm probably gonna put up a long form, like my favorite, best and wackiest of CES video. On my YouTube channel. And then this Sunday on Twitch, I'm probably just going to have a very chill conversation like the three of us are right now talking about some of the things that I saw and what I'm hoping to see and that kind of stuff. So all the places. Um, right <laughs> Trish has all the cool gear.
0: Always, always. Um, yeah. No, when no, you do sure.
2: like 50 million Amazon live streams a week. You know what
0: the yeah. options are. My my entire setup, by the way, the way I have my studio set up there was because I used to do Amazon live events, and I I have my entire thing very organized. But again, it's at home; never had to worry about doing it on when I'm traveling. But you you seriously like it with the amount of stuff you were doing. I am in awe. But thank you, thank you very much again for at least you know sharing some of some of the knowledge a little bit behind the curtain there and understanding the magic that makes you know that Trish girl and. By the way, for everybody uh, listening to us, the audio version of this podcast would definitely be coming up in the next day or so. Uh, there are some links in the description below, which I will actually add the additional ones. I only put your YouTube and X on there uh, for Trish as well as for Juan. Make sure to check them out. And then, of course, way more stuff coming out. On my side, it's going to be pretty much just finishing up what I have right now, but uh, also working on some cool content. I'll be going to unpack next week. So hopefully I'll be able to bring you guys some, uh, some exciting stuff from Samsung. And yeah. Um, I should be able to start ta- talking about some new tech that I, I got a chance to yes! see this week, but I can't These things really on my talk. desk
1: that I can't pick up and show you <laughs> Dude, on the, camera just remember yet. Remember
0: that laptop I told you I wanted to show you? Well, it's on a yeah. phone that technically isn't out yet, so I can't show Aww, you the picture of the laptop. That's a bummer. Yeah. It's a TK problem. It's like 90% of our show. It's to come. But, um, yeah, no, for sure. Juan, any, what, what else is going on for you this week other than... Oh, or so the I
1: just... I just previewed on the Patreon my one-year upgrade video for the Vivo X100 versus last year's X90. So you can kind of get a sense of what's improved, what's changed. And then, um, like I said, stuff on my desk that I can't show, but I just started doing all the testing on a new Shanling uh, portable dongle DAC. This is the UA4, which is using a new ESS ESS chip. A really, really solid performer for audiophile and for sort of a good, affordable audiophile. And then this bad boy just came in. This is the, the GTAC, um, super rugged uh, Intel 12th gen wow. military industrial grade laptop tablet convertible. And it, I love it. And I love it so much. Really? <laughs> it's just a big, chunky, it rugged. It's like a camping beefy. battery. It. Does I was making a joke last night to Marie. It's like it's like Robocop's lunch pail. Exactly. You know? Like it's so awesome. But I I just have this this fascination with ruggedized gear. And what they've put into constructing a, a, a convertible, you know, get the, the screen pops and swivels around. Where like you've got this beefy handle, and then you pop this clip, and you open the screen, and you flip it all the way around. But you want the screen to lay flat, so the whole like latch mechanism on this just to get it to like clip in place, and then you have this like handlebar to use your super beefy tablet with. I love it so much. <laughs>
2: i'm so happy that you love it it's just such when a it works man
0: yeah no, for sure
2: it's so great so there will be some
1: content coming to my channel soon about just a completely ridiculously over the top dual battery cell court port covers on every single port completely expandable all these types of accessories and stuff i i'm just i'm really excited i'm really excited to be playing with it it's got a cute little handle so it's just
0: great. That's perfect. So make sure to check that out. Hopefully coming out is very soon from Juan. Make sure to Hopefully check out Chris yeah. <laughs> on Twitch this weekend. Juan uh, on YouTube on Monday for the SGDQA. And then, of course, as usual, we will see you guys next week for another episode of the best of our week talking about all the cool tech we couldn't talk about this week. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, I need to yeah. write that down. But, uh, yeah, take care, everybody. We'll see you very soon.
2: Bang!